90.1 Hope FM and hopefm.com. I'm delighted to welcome to the studio Bournemouth's Mayor and Mayoress, that's Councillor uh, Bob Lawton and, and his Mayoress, uh, June. Uh, welcome to you both. Lovely to see you both again. Good morning, Blair. Yeah. Now, for the completely uninitiated, uh, Bob, maybe if we can, we can tar- talk with you. I mean, obviously you've been a councillor for quite a few years. How many years in total now? Uh, since 2007. Of course. And uh, how do you get to be Mayor? Um, you get to be mayor. You you can only be mayor if you're a councillor, an elected councillor, and an and an elected councillor within Bournemouth, and then you are voted in uh, by your councillors. So it is an election just uh, amongst the councillors to elect their mayor. Do you have a choice, or do you, or do they all gang up on you and say it's you this year? Uh, that ha- that does happen sometimes, but uh, normally you do have a choice. You can either if somebody if. Uh, nominations normally take place around about December, January, uh, and then the election takes place in January. Uh, and then you are requested if you would be interested. Uh, some people uh, ask you if you're interested, if they think you're a suitable candidate, etc. So you do have a bit of a choice. Yeah, and you can say no, and some people do say no. Yeah, And I guess there's all sorts of reasons for that, not, not the least of which is lifestyle. You know. uh, it, it, it is lifestyle, certainly, because it's a very busy uh, schedule which you have to do for 12 months. It's, it's, it's very difficult to take holidays within that time period, uh, but you understand that when you take on the role. Now, in this world of equality, you would think that the mayoress would have similar choice, but June will reveal to us. Did you have a choice, June? Absolutely not. Is that really true? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Poor well, old June. That's t- so you you were lumbered with with the role. Was it something though? I guess because Bob had been a councillor for so many years. Uh, you, and I guess you would have been aware that there it was, was more. Yeah, I was aware that one day he may want to be the mayor. And was it something that you looked forward to? No, <laughs> not then. No, not then. And why was that? Was that because you you don't you're not you don't like being very public? No, I don't like being very public. Because a lot of people don't, do they? You know, so it it is a it is a demanding role, and uh, as a councillor. Uh, you're in the public eye all the time with public speaking and uh, seeing forums and public speaking in the council, etc. And for somebody who's not used to being in the public eye or public speaking, it can be quite daunting. But on the other hand, people skills is really important because I guess uh, probably more than any other people in, in the council that with the many engagements that you both have in any any mayoral year, and certainly you, you've had a very busy schedule, but obviously you're meeting all sorts of people, all sorts of temperaments, all numerous organizations you've got to be good at with people don't you you do um i was quite shy at the very beginning but as the did years, you let bob do all the talking i then? did uh-huh. i didn't i did <laughs> 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 he does talk a lot when he's out but yes i i was a bit shy and sort of didn't want to be f- in front of everybody mm. and near you know, photographed and whatever. No, I can and, understand. But, the, but, but then again, was, the, the, the best way to develop character is actually to move it out of your comfort zone, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. It's a bit scary, though. Yeah, it was scary at the beginning, but now it's fine. And I love it. And I have met so many wonderful, wonderful people. Now, Bob, it's, you're not known for your shy and retiredness, are you? But, uh, but, but were you a little bit daunted by the role? Uh, I must be honest to say no. Uh, 
And that sounds conceited, but I, 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 I'm used to public speaking. I'm used to being in a public eye. I'm used to be uh, at public forums where you, you can either be warmly received or not so warmly received. So <laughs> that never daunted me. Uh, I did feel a bit. I did feel a bit self-conscious at first wearing uh, the medal chains. Of course, it's worth a lot of money, isn't it's, it? It's worth they're worth a lot of money, and B, I felt a bit, you know, self-conscious. But now uh, they're, they're just part of the uniform, and I, I enjoy wearing them. And I must say, that as, as June has said, that everywhere we went, we've been, uh, been we've been uh, warmly received. Uh, people are wonderful, and it's really a pleasure and an honour, and really a privilege to do this role. Well, over the next couple of hours, we're going to review what that year has been like, and you can tell us some some of the stories and introduce us to some of your charities and some of the things, obviously, that you've been passionate and about. Of course, you've had the Queen uh, pass away uh, mm. during your your mayoral year, and of course, uh, you will have had the initial installation of King Charles the uh, Third. You won't quite see because I guess that the coronation is just about the time where you change roles isn't it yes. but then you will be deputy mayor won't you for a year yeah the, the coronation takes uh, on the 5th is it 6th of, of, of May uh, I'll still be mayor I'm mayor until the end of May and oh, then the, so and you will be I will be I will be in charge so to speak so basically you will be a unique mayor in saying you're saying out a queen a long standing long long, uh, long serving sovereign and saying in a new one uh, it's it's uh, been an interesting 12 months so far, not quite 12 months. Uh, I mean, you, you're right, I've had the Jubilee, then the death of our lovely monarch, uh, and now the coronation coming up, and I'll still be mayor when the, when King Charles is crowned, and I'll remain mon- uh, king and... Uh, I'm not king. <laughs> well, you <laughs> never know, Bob, I mean, you never know. know. He might decide I'll, I'll he be doesn't to do the job. <laughs> that's right, yeah. I, I'm, I'll be mayor until the, I think it's the 27th of May, something like that, 26th, 27th, uh, when the new mayor is installed. You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. And my very special guests today are the Mayor and Mayoress of, uh, of Bournemouth, uh, Councillor Bob Lawton and, uh, and, uh, and his lovely wife, uh, June. And we're going to be talking really about, about their role. Now, maybe the first thing that we ought to say, Bob, is that obviously um, you're part, a member of the Conservative Party and you've served as Conservative Councillor. But in your mayoral year, you put the politics aside, don't you? You do. The mayoral role is is supposed to be non-political. You're the first citizen of Bournemouth. You're there to represent everybody in Bournemouth, whatever their political views or persuasions. And yeah, and that I enjoy doing that. And of course, it used to be in times past that the mayor would chair the council. But of course, since the instigation of BCP, now it's the, the, the BCP has its own chairman, hasn't it? Yes, it does. There is a chair. I chair the trustees. There is a trustees meeting which looks after the mayoralty. I chair that. Uh, but for the BCP council, that's chaired by a, a, a chairman who is elected by all of the councillors. And I suppose that the other big change that happened with BCP is that in our area, we have three mayors, don't we? Because each of the, the areas, Christchurch and indeed Poole, have, have maintained their mayoralty, haven't they? They have. And one of the decisions we'd made before 2019, when we had what's called a shadow cabinet, when we were uh, planning to lead up to the 2019 and then... Uh, the structure of BCP, we decided unanimously that we would re- maintain the mayoral history, certainly of Poole and Christchurch, who have been here over oh, quite a number of years. I think Poole is about 750 in Poole. Christchurch is a, a lot longer than that. 
And it, the decision was rightly taken to maintain that the history and tradition. Uh, now, obviously, you're you're mayor for a year, and and you said earlier on that it, the whole journey begins with a vote from the council, and and I guess after that vote, you know that you're going to be the next mayor. But then, what happens uh, to prepare you for what what's to come? What what did you have to do from when when the council decided, Bob, you're the next one, and June is going to be the mayoress? Did you have thorough training? You do receive some training, not a great deal, but you do receive some training. Most of the training is from your own ability to absorb what's gone, what happens within the council. Secondly, you do take advice from previous mayors who've been through the, through the mill, so to speak, and you listen to what they say and they give you lots of advice, free advice. Uh, none of, uh, even if they're from different parties, they're happy and wish to give their pearls of wisdom which I really appreciate and I think any forthcoming mayor will be of the same ilk if they ask me my advice I will certainly give it freely uh, whether they're in my party or not because you want to see the uh, the standards and the tradition of the, ma- the mayoralty to be maintained. And do you know what, what about you did, did, were you part of that training? Not really no <coughs> excuse me <coughs> no I just spoke to some of the ex-mayoresses um, who gave me advice on clothing and shoes mainly because I'd be standing up quite a bit and to wear comfortable shoes and just go with the flow. And did that help? I mean you, you've already said you were a wee bit apprehensive about the robe but, but did it quell the nerves a bit? Yes it did a bit yes because I it's difficult to explain how I first went into the mayoralty because I was quite Reserved. I've, I'm quite a reserved person, and I don't like being in the public eye. But it was. We were well received by the first few um, events we went to. Can you very remember? Well. Can you remember your very first event? Yes, it was. Um, the chess. No, it wasn't the chess. It was the um, Bradley Road um, drug oh, and alcohol team. Uh, drug and alcohol team. Yep. Uh, place in Bradley Road. And they were absolutely wonderful, and we had such brilliant stories from them of how they overcome their drug and alcohol abuse. And of course, I, I said about you know meeting loads of people from all sorts of organisations, and 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 of course, I guess that it's reflecting those stories, isn't it? And yes. Giving your support. Yeah. So, th- so that first engagement, then that sort of set the tone for what was to come. More or less, yes. But the tone was um, the jubilee. After that, many, many street parties must have gone to about half a dozen or so. And you're again, the Vicar of Dibley, are you? <laughs> oh, are we having tea and cakes at all? We were, we were. <laughs> and, and the weight is slowly going off, but hopefully quickly going to come off. <laughs> slowly going on, coming off quickly. Now, the other thing, of course, that I, that I should say is that, that in support of every mayor, there is a team. I've got Mike, your driver, sat beside me mm. right now. Don't worry, Mike, I'm not putting you on the, on the microphone. <laughs> uh, but, of course, you have Hazel, the mayor's secretary, and, and you have a number of other people like Mike you know who are in in support and I guess that they're another because they're they're serving successive mayors they're a good source of support as well they, they certainly are I mean they, they give you advice uh, uh, and, and certainly the drivers and the mayor they call them the mace uh, they uh, make sure, ensure that you arrive at your function whatever you're doing on time uh, and then 
they take you away to the next one. So you, you, tr unless you're held up by traffic or some other unknown it circumstance, does happen, of course, doesn't it? It does happen mm -hmm. occasionally, and uh, normally they would then phone the people who are who are meeting us to let them, make them aware that we'll be a few minutes late. But nine times out of ten, we're on time, and uh, they're they're a great deal of great support. They look after us extremely well. And I suppose sometimes you you need rescuing. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, I'm not going to put you on the spot by asking you any embarrassing questions on this one, but I guess that there are times whenever maybe engagements are going beyond time, or maybe the those who've invited you are a little bit less than sensitive. Yes. So somebody uh, could then rescue you. Uh, some, it, it depends on the engagement. Some engagements we've uh, visited, and uh, we've, it's been wonderful. And we've enjoyed them so much that we've forgotten the time. The time. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the mace will quietly whisper in your ear, Mr. Mayor, we need to move on to the next. Oh, of course, I'm, I apologise. <laughs> so so that, well, that's a compliment to the engagement which we're at because the people are wonderful. Yeah, so, uh, so so sparse training there, uh, and practically none at all for for you, no. for you, for you, Jane, uh, and uh, and then in terms of the you know the sort of before taking the event, did you spend quite a lot of time with the incumbent mayor at the time? Uh, the the previous mayor, yes, I, I we're close friends anyway, uh, and Dave gave me a lot of advice. As as I said earlier, a lot of previous mayors gave me uh, a lot of advice. Uh, some tips, uh, simple things, especially when you're being photographed or when you're meeting people, uh, stuff like that. So it's simp the simple tips, one of the biggest things that they said to me, uh, quite honestly, was that they said, every mayor has virtually said to me, you'd be totally surprised at how big the charity sector is in Bournemouth. It really is massive and people are so generous and so hardworking with their time. And uh, you, ju you just got to stand and applaud them. Now, of course, uh, every mayor chalks up. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of engagements over the over the mayoral year. Sometimes, uh, have you been keeping account? Yeah, we've yeah, probably done three hundred and fifty plus so far. So that's a lot of that's a lot of engagements. Yeah, and of all different types. Oh. Well, you, they are. You go from a very particularly big one, like at the BIC for the for the Bournemouth University graduation ceremony, which there must have been two to three thousand people. Uh, to a small one where there's just uh, a couple of people. But you treat each, each engagement with the same respect and uh, decor, and uh, we love each one. Now, one of the other things that you're able to do uh, as Mayor and Marius is to choose a charity. Sometimes that's a single charity, and some mayors have chosen to have uh, several charities as, as their focus. Uh, who are your charities? Well, my, my main charity is uh, Prostate Cancer, uh, having had cancer myself some years ago, so I understand. Was it in the prostate? Uh, yes. Uh, so that, was, but I'm uh, that was 15 years ago. Uh, so that I'm that I'm a great supporter of prostate cancer, and uh, having lost some friends to that horrible disease, uh, I, I'll do anybody who wishes to contribute. I, I uh, request that they can they contribute directly to the prostate cancer charity. And was was it a single charity? You went yeah, just for? The, just the one, just the yeah. one. And of course, that is a very important one because I've done a couple of interviews, uh, uh, Bob, and, and the uh, one of the things actually that I was really surprised to, to learn was that a it's more prominent in, in black men, uh, and and two, of course, as men we never go to the doctor. We don't like to go to the doctor. So the checks that you can have. So guess what? After having done two interviews, I did have the the check. Oh, good. <laughs> but I think in my surgery. I think I'm a hypochondriac. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> well, no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yes. There were the reason being, you see, that it actually came at the time, and no doubt you have had your COVID in- injection. Mm-hmm. So yes. I had I had a call from my surgery to say that, uh, you know, that I, I should come and have my... F- my winter flu injection, I said yes, and yep. they said we're going to be doing COVID at the same time. I said, oh yeah, that's fine. Right. And then I then I said, and could I have shingles, <laughs> uh, the injection? Because you have that a once off. You once know. off, yeah. Somebody had told me it was very. Uh, 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 but then I said, could and could I have my prostate, you know, checked? Looked at. Yes. <laughs> uh, and of course, you get your blood. Well, I, you know, they looked at me strange when I went to the surgery. Thought here he is. <laughs> <laughs> but all joke, all joking aside, though, I mean that. That's not only a worthy cause to raise funds for, but it is actually about life and death. And I guess making a, awareness uh, to everybody that it's so important <coughs> to, to be checked out. I, I agree entirely. <coughs> Excuse me. Men are much more reticent about complaining. And I, I'm, I think it's just a male thing for some reason, that whether they're just shy or whatever, of having their health checked. Uh, females are much more uh, alert and, uh, and aware of it. And so that any... Anybody can, uh, anybody we can save will be super because, in in some occasions, if you don't get if you get found out quick early enough, it can be cured. Well, you're both here obviously to talk about your your mayoral year, and obviously we've been setting uh, uh, the scenes uh, and so on. I, I asked you about your very first uh, uh, engagement. Well, I guess it takes those first few engagements though to find a bit of a level with it. It does. I mean, some some of the very first engagement I did was immediately after the mayor making, uh, where I opened a lift, uh, a dis- disability lift in the Martian Court Hotel. Uh, so that was interesting. That was nice. That was my, my very first engagement. And then we've had a couple of others since. And as June has said, some of them are, are really exciting. Uh, one of the mo- some of the in- interesting one was we we opened a blind chess association championship again at the Martian Court Hotel. So that was interesting how people to be instructed in how blind people play chess, which is fascinating. And then there's been other ones, uh, some uh, some large engagements and some small. Uh, but as I said earlier, you treat everyone with the same respect. If people have taken the trouble and the, and the, uh, the time to write in to the mayor requesting the mayor's presence to open and or attend, they deserve uh, that the mayor to be there and if i if i'm doubly if i've already got an engagement obviously the deputy would take it over but if i'm free i'll do it and actually it's it's really important isn't it and quite encouraging to see how local people uh, do actually love the mayoralty don't they and they take pride in the place where they live but but it's incredible the the different types of invitations that that you get isn't it it is they do vary as i said some of them are large uh, like the bournemouth university uh was where must have been two and a half to three thousand people there did you have to do all of the graduation no no ceremonies? i just did the morning they're, they're quite a long ceremony so they, they go over several days now oh yeah they are and uh it it, it takes a lot of concentration uh, but uh, they're enjoyable, and to see the smiling, lovely faces on the students receiving their diplomas is just just heartwarming. And then there was a couple of really nice ones where we did did for the uh, jubilee celebrations, street parties. They're always exciting. Oh, June was saying about mm. you particularly yeah. like those June, didn't you? Yes, yeah. lots of food. And it's <laughs> a couple of interesting stories. One, one I won't tell you which one, but one uh, street party we went to, uh, young children are just absolutely. They treat you like royalty, which is amazing. And uh, one young boy said to me, "You know, what's it like being famous?" 
another young girl said to me, can I have your autograph, you know? And he said, no, I'm just an ordinary man, you know, I just, <laughs> I'm not royalty, but pe people do treat, and uh, as you said earlier, they're delighted that the mayor has, has, has visited them. And did you go into any schools, you know, during the last year? Because, I mean, I, I remember accompanying the previous mayor into one of the schools, and it was, I mean, you were talking about the, the questions that children ask, but they are quite funny. And, and, and they, they often do ask them in awe, you know, with uh, eyes wide open and mouths open as well. We've been to, yeah, we've been to a couple of schools, mainly juniors moving into the seniors. Uh, and uh, they're so they're ten or eleven year olds. And have they had a question time? Uh, no, they haven't. Uh, I think it's when we get to the senior schools, they're, they're more likely to ask questions, uh, political questions, more than anything. Are you allowed to answer political questions? Uh, you do. You, uh, you, tr you do in to a degree. Mm. If it's in uh, general, if it's terribly t political, you try to divert or. or but if they're asking questions about how does Parliament work and stuff like that, you're quite happy to answer those. Yes, there's some more functional questions That's right. than, That's right. than anything else. Yeah. Now, this might be a difficult question for you because out of 300 engagements so far and going strong, uh, are there some special ones? I mean, obviously you mentioned the Jubilee uh, street parties and so on, but are there ones that will always stand out in your memory? So when you, when you cease your term of office as mayor and you become deputy mayor, are, are there things that in your year are are going to really think you know i really i really really change love that particular engagement that encounter that i had i wouldn't pick out one in particular but the jubilee celebrations were lovely everyone we went to we were delighted to be there and that people were just delighted to see you and they all enjoyed celebrating the queen's jubilee uh, the schools ones we've been to where pupils are moving from the junior to the senior schools they are absolutely, their mums and dads and grandparents are there, so they are lovely. It's a lovely uh, morning or afternoon, depending on you go. And uh, we went to the Bournemouth School for Girls uh, ceremony where they were receiving their GCEs and A-levels, and that was really nice. So, But every, I wouldn't want to pick out one in particular uh, because they're all excellent uh, ones which we go to. We've not been to a bad one yet. And June, for your... I mean, not, not, I'm not really asking you to put one above the other really it's just that there are sometimes you do these things and and you think wow i didn't expect that and it sort of sticks out in your memory for me it's being invited to the ukraine relief um they have a place here at, at castle point where they take it we've had them on the show yeah have you really C carol and his team that's yes, right yeah. Yeah. yeah such lovely people always make us welcome um so pleased that we've we've given them the time to attend but we went to a christmas children's party for the ukraine um and it was amazing to see how happy they were you know the children themselves were really really um i don't know enjoying the christmas when all that sadness was going on in their country and the adults well, some of the adults ended up crying at the end of but our if, visit. But we don't sort of sometimes uh, realise the trauma that... I mean, you're talking about leaving your family. I know. Uh, and, of course, the ladies were allowed to leave the country, weren't they, and the children. And, and the men weren't. But the men weren't allowed no. to leave. And I guess that in itself is, is a continual stress. It is. One, one lady tells me that she had three children, so her husband was allowed to come with her. But if you have two children, no, he can't come out of the country. 
Mm. So so difficult, you know, and how you maintain positivity with that. But then the other thing is really that the the very warm way that people have integrated into, into in this case, into, into life in Bournemouth. Yeah, absolutely. And they're so grateful to be here. They thank you for everything. And we don't want thanking. We just want them to be happy and go home to their own country, mm-hmm. but, but, which they want to go desperately. But looking at that, that appeal, it... it it's amazing, isn't it? Because obviously you referred to the the warehouse at Castle Point, you know. Mm-hmm. But actually the generosity of people uh, giving large sums of money sometimes, but all yes. sorts. I mean, the warehouse uh, was full to capacity. And I think Tobias Elwood was involved in, in helping to arrange container transport. Yes, he was. Of, you know, to, to the Ukraine mm. itself. But I mean, isn't it staggering? Because that, that was a response by local people. Uh, yes, you're right. Tobias had a had a major input on that, and, and we thank him for his, his his input on that. But that the old Argos shop in in, in Castlepoint, I mean, a lot of people may not realise over a two hundred and fifty million pounds worth of clothing and food have ju- have gone to the Ukraine. Just and of course, this is from local people yeah, well, exactly. you know, in the yeah, local just area. Just from that one shop, yeah. two hundred and fifty million. It's an incredible sum, and a lot of they're doing it, a lot of people are doing it voluntarily. They're not being paid. And they're taking the vans full of food and clothing and driving all the way across to the Polish border and sometimes carrying straight on into the Ukraine itself. So they're just wonderful people and they're doing a super job. And of course, the, the other thing was that such was the success of the, of, the, uh, of the collection and the response in the local area that actually it had national significance. So I understand now that there are, they're using the facilities of the Bournemouth operation all over the country. I believe they are. So it means that very much so that, that the, the standard that has been set locally by local people and by Carol and his team, of course, has been recognised nationally. It has been recognised nationally and, and a, f- a few months ago myself and the deputy mayor we had a, a team's talk with the mayor of a, a town called Busia which is northwest of Kiev and they were just so grateful for the, for the clothing the food that they are receiving from the UK in general and certainly from us here in Bournemouth and the people of Bournemouth Pool and Christchurch have done a fantastic job they've really raised their bar and have contributed amazingly, absolutely amazingly. I just can't thank them enough. Well, changing the subject slightly today, or yesterday was a very important day, of course, um, being uh, you know, Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> did you have any special engagements? Yes, they had to put a special van on for me. They, you know, I, got, I get sacks loads of... Uh, of course, <laughs> yes. Is that true, June? Has he been a... What can I say? <laughs> Porky porky pies, porky pies, porky pies. Well, that's the wonderful Roberta Flack there, and the first time ever I saw your face—a lovely, uh, lovely romantic uh, song. And of course, you were saying that that that, that, that was at the time of your the birth of your mm. your son, tiny baby. He was a tiny baby. <laughs> Not a tiny baby anymore. <laughs> no, though. he's a big, 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 big boy now. Yes, <laughs> yeah, got a baby of his own. Now, normally, of course, Bournemouth itself is is twinned with uh, a number of other cities. One, of course, uh, is. Uh, Targum, is it Turkmenish in uh, in Israel? Uh, no, it's Natanya. Natanya, yeah, Natanya in, in 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 Israel, and there are other partnerships as well. Have you 
have you been able to maintain contact with any of those? Yeah, yes, I have. Uh, the, the mayor of Netanya sent us a very nice letter on the death of the, uh, Her Majesty, which is very kind of her. We have close contacts with Netanya. Uh, we have close contacts with Lucerne, which we, twin, which we are twinned with. <clears throat> and we do have contacts with uh, uh, a place in China called Zebo. And the, as I said earlier, the mayor of Boucher, who I spoke to on a Teams meeting, uh, would like us to twin with them. Although that may be a little more, little more, more difficult, but we'll see. I don't, I've got personally no objections to us doing that. And what's what's the advantage of of twinning, you know, with another Italian city? Uh, the, well, it's it's more to do with friendship. There's no you, there's no political or uh, economic gain, as far as I can see. Uh, but it's just a hand of friendship across the sea, if, if I want to a better word, and th- that works quite well, I believe. Now I do know that in a very short time you are going to go to Netanya, and and I guess you'll also be traveling to other places in in mm-hmm. israel uh, um you've been before haven't you we have yes um but this will be the, your first time as mayor and mayoress it will so uh so gee uh, you're looking forward to it it is um yeah we received an invite from the, the mayor of tanya to, to, to would we like to pay a visit and uh, we said yes and so we're going and i must emphasize we pay for that ourselves it doesn't that doesn't come out of public funds uh, but we're looking forward to that. Uh, I've met the mayor of Boucher before. She's an elected mayor uh, by the residents of the whole of, of that area. So that's that's uh, quite nice. And uh, we're looking forward to going. There's about 18 to 20 of us going, as a mixture of councillors and local residents or friends of councillors, etc. And as I say, they're all paying for themselves. I must emphasise that in case anybody thinks we're all on a freebie. We're not. And uh, we're looking very much forward to that. And you, Jim? Yes, I am. Yes, we're going to some... Um, well, in the past, we've been to Galilee, Jerusalem, the Dead Sea, the no. Golan Heights. Nazareth. Um, Nazareth, Nazareth, yes. Masada. Oh, Masada, that's wonderful. Yeah, well, of course, I did go on one of those journeys, uh, and uh, I, all of those... But it's amazing, you know, when you're actually in the land yes. where all these things happen, and where, of course, not just Christianity, but three of the world's major religions sort of based, you know, in Jerusalem yep. and so on. But just to be there and so on. It's amazing just to, to be in Jerusalem, to think that Jesus walks through the... Via, Via Della Rosa. Rosa. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And somebody said it was 20 feet below our feet. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Over time, yeah. it had, it had uh, gathered and gathered and gathered. And actually, you never know where you'll end up because, uh, it, you know, some VIPs do get access to areas, particularly uh, in, in Jerusalem, as excavations that are under you, mm. underground, really. Mm. Uh, and, of course, they, they can't take everybody there because, obviously, um, it would upset the the. Well, the excavations might yeah, it would, Yes, something. it would. But nevertheless, it would be wonderful, wouldn't it, to actually walk the same street. The same street. Yeah. It, it, it is be... quite moving to walk on mm. the same street as, as Jesus. And you're right, you do see things as an official, semi-official uh, touring party. Uh, it, uh, we, I have, we have, in a previous visit, been to the Knesset. Uh, that's the of, parliament. That's yep. the, parliament. the uh, Israeli parliament. Met a couple of MPs, which is pleasant met the British ambassador. So you, you're, we're fortunate to be able to see things which a normal tourist would not be able to see. But even on the normal tourist route, routes, uh, walking where Jesus walks, be, eating fish by the, the side of the Sea of Galilee, 
being in Jerusalem, being in Nazareth. Uh, it's, it's quite moving. So we'll have to have you both on again after the trip, won't you? And then you can share. Oh, yes, you know, that'd so, be nice. So you can make a mental note that you're now officially appointed as the Hope FM reporters on the ground, <laughs> as well as holding office. Yeah, we'll, be, we'll be both be yeah. delighted to come back and share yeah. our, No, that would be that be, be. We'll write yeah. our tourist that list for you. Fantastic. It'd be fun. Our diary. Now, <laughs> we talked about, we talked about the, the engagements that you get invited to, but also, of course, you you have the privilege of being able to invite people and groups of people yourselves to the to the um, the, the mayoral parlour uh, and so on. And, and I guess you've had quite a quite a few people through the parlour during during the past months. Uh, yes, we have. We had a, we've had a few people in, uh, and uh, we have to be careful of the numbers. And I don't mean that in a naughty way. I, it, it's just that the room is uh, you have to be careful how many people. And I suppose you're still coming out of COVID as well, aren't well, that, we? Exactly. And uh, so uh, we try not to invite more than twenty people at a, at a time. Uh, but some of the visits have been really exciting. We had the Sea Scouts in the other, the other day, oh. and that was really lovely. Uh, 10, 12-year-old uh, boys and girls uh, with, the, with their people and giving them their awards is really good. Uh, we've had a number of visits by uh, Spanish students who are coming to the end of their term of learning English and wanted to meet the mayor, uh, which I, we said yes and they came in and uh, we gave them a cup of tea and, the, and they devoured all the biscuits, <laughs> as, as you would expect. Mm. Uh, and, but uh, that's really nice. And uh, we had some uh, Span- uh, not Spanish students, some students from Costa Rica, which is really uh, unusual. I had to look up where Costa Rica was. I always thought it was an island, but it's on the isthmus above, mm. just above uh, Panama, uh, which I went to years ago. So, yeah, it's really, really nice being able to show people the, the mayor's parlour, show people the chamber so they can see how the council operates and how it works. And that's really, really encouraging, especially young people. They're always fascinated to see the mace and see the history of the mace and the history of the room. And also, you know, when, when citizens reach milestones, you know, either becoming uh, 100, as we have some citizens like that, uh, or, or citizens who actually have done something really special, uh, I guess that from some time to time, you know, that those citizens can be recognised. Have you had anybody in your mayoral year where the has either had a grand age or, or maybe they've done something that that you have you've recognized yes we had a lady in this year i think it was and um she was 96 and she used to, she was the starter of the bournemouth in bloom oh. lady such an interesting lady and she bought us a beautiful book um, to look through of all the photographs of different um, years of Bournemouth in Bloom and how it's evolved to what it is today. And she was a really interesting, nice lady. She and was, her family were as well. She was, yeah. Mm. yeah. And we've had, two, uh, we've had two hundredth birthdays, both ladies. Two hundredth birthdays? <laughs> two, no, yeah. not two hundredth. <laughs> they were both in the same, funny, both in the same I thought you were going to say a lady who was a hundred and her mother. No, 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 no. <laughs> not quite. But there were two ladies of the, who, who uh, stayed in the same care home. The first one, uh, the lady was sharp as a tack, really bright lady, in a wheelchair, uh, but she was surrounded by her family. You know, come from Australia, North America, all over the UK, mm. to celebrate her hundredth. And that was really, really pleasant. And it was that's the first card 
people keep calling them a telegram, but it's not. It's a it's a like a birthday card from the king and the queen consort, <coughs> signed by the king. So it was and the, the first queen. one that yeah. you'd seen, yeah. That's the first one I'd seen, and then. A couple of weeks later, we went back to the same care home and there was another lady who had a 100th birthday. So that, they're really pleasant. Like you. Well, that, of course, is old Blue Eyes himself there, uh, Frank Sinatra, and uh, loved by uh, by the mayor's father. And uh, did, he, did he ever get to, to meet him? Uh, no, unfortunately not. He was a big Bing Crosby fan and Frank Sinatra fan. He, he loved ballads and stuff like that. I quite like, I quite enjoy Frank Sinatra. He's, he's sung some nice songs. Oh, fan- fantastic. And, of course, uh, Bing as well, because I have many happy memories with uh, going up to my grannies who loved Bing Crosby, you know. Mm. And I don't know whether you recall, but they, he used to always do a Christmas Eve show. And, uh, Bing did, yes. Yeah, Bing did. Yeah. And, of course, he died on the golf course. You know, what a way to go, because he, he loved playing right. golf. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, I didn't know that. Uh, he actually died on the golf course. I mean, obviously, the world of show business is very important to Bournemouth because uh, we're having the the BIC, the International Centre. We're having conferences coming in of all sorts, and and all of the top names in in show business. and And I guess that having the Pavilion Theatre as well. You know, I, I, have you had a chance to to welcome any show business? Uh, no, not yet, unfortunately. We're, we're hoping to do that because uh, things are easing off. People are becoming less COVID. Uh, Conscious, yeah, con- uh, and uh, so things are, are picking up. I do remember a, f- a couple of years ago, before I was mayor, we went to see Ken Dodd at the Pavilion, and uh, we asked if we could see him after the show. And did you go? And we did. You know, well, typical Dodd. He, I think he walked on about quarter past seven, and he walked off about <laughs> twelve thirty. Halfway so, but, through the show, he brings out his flask and his sandwiches. Exactly, and said, yeah. Haven't <laughs> you brought yours? <laughs> <laughs> if you've ordered a taxi, you know, you better cancel it. Yeah, that sort and of the thing. doors are locked. And we went to see him after the show, and he, he was seeing a couple of other people, so we waited by the st- or just inside stage the stage door. door, and then he, he, he welcomed us in. And I thought he would just be uh, a quick, you know, thank you very much, shake your hands, and uh, thank and you know, goodbye. Uh, but he spent three quarters to an hour just chatting with us, and he was a really, really nice different man. man from what he was on stage. You know? And of course, coming from Liverpool yourself, mm. yes. I mean, there's been so many. I mean, when you think of Liverpool, and you, I mean, talking about Doddy, he brought Liverpool to a standstill, didn't he? Uh, his funeral. He did, and he was very popular in Liverpool, and uh, he lived in the same house that his father, his grandfather. And he, and he, he was engaged to that lady, wasn't he, for years and oh, years and years? And absolutely, years. You would have given him what for, June? You wouldn't have put up with that, would you? No, of course I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I guess that he had the last laugh on the, on the tax man. He did. He, he, he married, he's married his, his uh, long-term, long-term partner. Long-term partner, yeah. Uh, to avoid inheritance tax or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what, what, what a joke, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I bet it, he laughed all the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, but but obviously you know uh, with, with Scylla and of course the the four boys you know mm, uh, the, the Beatles. Beatles and so on. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, the Beatles are interesting. My brother-in-law was in the same uh, class as uh, John Lennon and June's mum, yeah, new Ringo Ringo's mum. Yeah. So there's a slight yes. connection there. I never yeah. seen them play, and my sister did. I never seen them play yeah, mm. in Liverpool. Yeah. And of course it was one of their aunties, wasn't it, that had a place down in Pool, wasn't it? Um, uh, that was John Lennon's auntie. Auntie, yeah. 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 So there was auntie that. Mimi. 
And that's right, anti, it was anti-Mimi, yeah. 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 And, and I guess the, these sorts of stories, you know, things that are the heart of Bournemouth, I know that when you welcome people to the Mayor's Parlour, one of the things that you do, helped by people like Mr. Miss Mike and, and others, is to tell them the history of, of Bournemouth. And, of course, that's reflected in all these wonderful paintings, yes. uh, not just in the Mayor's Parlour, but actually around the Town Hall. Uh, because, it, I mean, the Town Hall was originally a hospital, hospital wasn't it and a hotel yes the, the, it, it was originally built as a hotel in the 1890s i think it was and then in 1914 it was converted to a hospital mainly for indian troops and then it re- came, went back to a hotel uh, when the war had finished and i think in 1922-23 the old bournemouth council purchased it and i think they paid 23,000 pounds for it and it was the bournemouth town hall up until 2019 and now it's the BCP Civic Centre. And, of course, it's being renovated. And poor old June here, you know, the mayoress was, was given the order of the boot. And because uh, <laughs> you would normally have your own lovely parlour. Yes, but, nice little But you parlor. haven't had that, have no, you? No, no parlour this year. So is that because they're making it, renovating it? They're renovating it and they're renovating, um, well, all of the town hall. And who is it who's coming in to us? Who's got it? The oh, the registrars the have got it. Got the mayor's parlor, mayoress's parlor. And will that be permanent? No, no, no. We'll get it back. They'll get it back. Yes. So you, you've given but them probably, what four juniors? <laughs> I've never seen them. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, as you rightly say, because of all the the the, the changes and the birth of of now BCP mm. uh, uh, council. I mean, Bob, obviously, you have seen these changes and and so on. From the point of view of the mayoralty, how has it worked? Because Obviously, we, we've already said that each of the three towns that, of course, are very proud of their own history and their own development, I guess quite rightly so. Um, but, of course, you know, three three mayors, but you, you're, you're not islands, are you? You, you? you talk, meet, plan. We do, yes. Yes, we do. We, we are in regular contact with the mayor of Poole, uh, Tony Trent, who's a, a lovely man, uh, and the mayor of Christchurch, Avril. She's a lovely lady. And we do go to functions together if we're invited to functions within the Dorset area. Uh, we went to uh, one on Saturday evening, actually, which Tony Tent came with us uh, to try and raise money for the, the uh, devastation in, in Turkey. Uh, and we were happy to go to that to, to make a contribution. And I think they raised over £800 at this particular function Saturday evening in Blandford, which is really nice and really welcoming. And so that was that's good. Yeah, we are... We are in regular contact and do speak to each other quite frequently. Now, obviously, you, you've touched on there, you know, the, the recent terrible tragedy, the earthquake, you know, in Syria and, and in Turkey, taking is it 35,000 lives is the latest oh, kind. Uh, it's yeah. just unbelievable, really. Uh, and, and we'd already mentioned mm. Ukraine. In fact, just driving into the studio today, I was just listening again to the fact that Russia are putting warplanes, you know, as, as if they're getting ready for a major air assault. You know, on on Ukraine, it's it's the, of course these these things happening on an international front do affect the local situation as well. Have you been uh, involved? And I guess maybe mainly in the relief efforts. You know, the responses the relief, to these things. Yeah, you mentioned Ukraine, but I guess you, you, Syria the, and the, the Turkey. The, yes, uh, the big one has obviously been Ukraine, but the, the Turkish and the Syrian one is starting to gain momentum within the area. And we're really pleased and, and uh, are quite supportive of it. Well, I heard that I think it was a taxi company. I um, mean, certainly here on the radio station, we were contacted by a 
pretty sure it was a taxi company, uh, who mainly employed Turkish drivers. And already they were, they were um, offering their services of their taxis to go and pick up goods to take it to a collection point. And I can't remember where that collection oh, point was, gosh. but it's similar, yeah. similar to what is happening over at Castle Point, you know. But also, the, the, this response was pretty much almost immediate. And I know that already, you know, that that millions of pounds have already been donated across the country. But it's it's quite, it's just something that you don't think you're going to be involved, and then all of a sudden, you know. It's in the well, public eye, isn't it? That's right. And sometimes things just overtake you. You know, they really do. Mm. And uh, say the, the response to the Ukraine has been absolutely phenomenal. And I'm sure that the people will ra- raise their, their game for the, to help the Syrians and the Turkish. Because the death toll there must be phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. It's beyond, it must be heartbreaking. It's if beyond you feel, belief, you know. isn't yeah. it, that that sort of suffering. <laughs> and, so, and, and, and actually to see survivors still, particularly small children, you yes, know, yes. Uh, being pulled out of the rubble, it's, it's really quite moving, isn't it? It's, it's, it's very moving. It's heartbreaking. It really is heartbreaking to see people who, some you know, they're t- pulling out people who have been there six, seven days. You know, can you imagine lying under under uh, where you can't can hardly move? You've got no 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 toilet facility. You've got no water, uh, and you just feel as if, you, know, you can hear people trying to get to you. P- probably, but it must be a terrible thing to, to be trapped mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Now, one of the uh, major events, of course, that we have touched on very, very briefly was the, 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 the death of Queen Elizabeth uh, II. Obviously, we had the wonderful Jubilee <coughs> celebrations. And then, who could forget that weekend when she welcomed Boris Johnson and Liz Trust, <laughs> uh, where, where she looked, you know, she looked on top form, didn't oh, she? Oh, she did. She uh, did. Of course, we now know that probably she had cancer, uh, and it, it, I mean, as somebody who's had cancer and, and, and being a survivor from it, Bob, I mean, the, there was never any indication from Her Majesty, you know, uh, that she was suffering in that way. And clearly she maintained her her engagements, OK, at a, at a lesser level. But no one would have thought that it was life threatening. No, no, no in, indeed not. And uh, yes, uh, she she uh, maintained her dignity uh, and uh, stoicism right to the end and uh, you, you can only uh, stand and admire her. I mean, I actually wrote to the Queen in June, May, June last year uh, asking her permission if we could call the Bournemouth Air Festival the, the Bournemouth Platinum Jubilee Air Festival and she kindly wrote, wrote back and said yes, she'd be delighted for us to do that which is really, really special. Uh, so that was nice And uh, but you're right, she... She's just been a remarkable woman. And, of course, during her reign, she made a, a number of visits to the local area, didn't she? Yes, she did. We have books in the, in the safe in the town hall, uh, which uh, we have a visitor's book, which we request if anybody comes into the mayor's parlour uh, for them to sign. Uh, they don't have to sign it, but they, most people do sign it. And uh, we have three books. I think, I think I've seen three books with her name on where she signed it, and she signs the whole page. No, on normally when you sign the visitors' book, it's you know it's half a dozen names on so it. So she's got a page to herself, but she's got a whole page where she just writes Elizabeth too, you know, oh. the, the double, oh. uh, and that's nice. Uh, obviously, uh, Prince Philip, uh, um, Lord Montgomery of Alamein, 
uh, Eisenhower. So there's been an, a number of famous people who have visited Bournemouth and assigned the visitors' books for Bournemouth. And of course, on that memorable weekend of of her state funeral, to see the rainbow that uh, appeared uh, on the day of the funeral, that was amazing. Actually, wasn't it was it was it was yes. staggering, wasn't it? It was. It was a special day. Absolutely. And we've got sorry, just before you, we've got a special day coming up. Obviously, with the coronation, we're starting to do uh, as the Myrtles. We're starting to do planning. Uh, for that wonderful occasion. You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Well, my very special guests, uh, the Mayor and Mayoress of, of Bournemouth Councillor Bob Lawton and, of course, uh, June uh, as v- very much uh, the... Uh, well, sidekick is actually the wrong word because actually you're every much part of making the mayoralty work uh, <laughs> as the mayor. And, so, and I, I guess, Bob, you'd be, the first to, you'd be the first to admit it because actually having a good woman behind you, in this case, a June, you know, it, it helps you to do what is a challenging job. <laughs> It is a challenging job, uh, but June is June is absolutely absolutely wonderful. And I guess has she put, have you put him on the fitness campaign? You know because because we not I'm, I joke about the vicar of Dibley, but who can forget about all those Christmas dinners that she had? You know, <laughs> uh, I, I guess I mean I don't know how. What is the greatest number of engagements that you've both had to do in any one day? Uh, we've five. had three, three or four, five, five. Oh, right, I've five. Forgotten yet. See, so and were they all very different engagements? But, no, they were over, all over Jubilee. Oh, right, so, so that was, was so they were cake. all street parties. Yes. So, yeah, cake. Now, I know we all love cake. We do. Know, but is there a tendency to put on a little, you know, around the middle area? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> many, many other mayoresses. There was one mayoress who actually put on a stone during her year. Oh, so really? Yes. So you have to have a fitness regime? Yes. <laughs> we get up every morning and we go to bed every night. <laughs> That's about as fit as we get for some days. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, you've got it all starting again with the coronation. And you you began mm. to tell us a wee bit about the early plans. We know that the coronation is actually on the 6th of June, uh, 6th May. of May, 6th of May. And that whole weekend, of course, uh, is a celebration. And I think the Monday's the bank holiday, isn't yes. it? Uh, so what are the early plans? Uh, the pl- we're, we're in the very early stages. Yeah, we're looking for some guidance on, from the palace to see, or the government, mainly the palace, to see which way they would like us to what, go. What to go, so to speak. Uh, we, the council have already put in plans for if people want to have street parties, like road closures, etc. Uh, there is a website they can go to, which I've emailed out to. And everybody. I know there's a plea for people to do that sooner as opposed to later because they need they're to be expecting quick. quite a. That's right. It's, yeah. it's, although it seems away, away May. Uh, you know, another couple of weeks will be March, and it's March, April, and then we're into May. So we've only got two, just over two months. And planning anything, two months is nothing these days. Isn't That's it? right. So, mm. but uh, people raised, as I say, they they raised the bar for the jubilee, and I hopefully they'll do the same uh, for the king, which was should be a magnificent day. Uh, there are really camera, uh, sorry, uh, TV screens in the lower gardens if people want to watch it there. Uh, in the bandstand, we're looking to put some music from there. Uh, simple things like that. And then we're looking to see whether we whether we should ba- purchase or put plant trees in, in every school in Bournemouth. Uh, we only have a, a, a small budget to be able to do that. But there's various options which are available too, which we're exploring at the moment. It mainly comes down to logistics and cost. Yeah. Well, June, I hope you're getting prepared. I, I would get the fitness regime going for Mr. Mayor sooner because obviously you're going to have another raft of, of 
cakes and yes well the mayor opened a fitness center little center on the beach a couple of months ago no (laughs) (laughs) mr mayor Oh, I did. I went through all the exercises. I was just magnificent. We did on the day. We did try. Unfortunately, it rained heavily, so I wasn't able to oh, finish the course. What you should have said to me is, Blair, I, I would really love to have gone you know, regularly to the fitness centres, and but the trouble is, you know, it's just I have to sacrificially give up such things for... Given for the time mayor. to charities well, for I, the I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a great lover of Victoria Sponge, and I don't. Yeah. He can't give that up. <laughs> so if you no. obviously, if people want to invite both of you to their events, I guess that equally, of course, they should pop their letters into your lovely secretary yes. Hazel sooner as opposed to later. But they need to get them in quick because obviously my time and engagements will be book, booked up. If I can't do it, there's a deputy mayor who will do them. Do them. Uh, but if they want the mayor, they need to get in quickly. Now, of course, uh, no doubt, uh, every every successive mayor does get invited to a royal garden party, and I don't think you've had you've had that experience. No, yet, no, have I you? haven't. I had I've been to a garden party as a councillor, but not as the mayor. Yeah, and uh, uh, so it's po- it's possible that, that you might just get that squeezed in. I, I guess it depends how how the king's time uh, and the coronation, of course, will be dominating everything or preparation for mm. it. Yeah, I suspect they uh, if they do. Uh, I suspect if they do king's parties now, uh, it'll be uh, be after me. Mm, indeed. I, yeah. Now, of course, one of the other things that you have done uh, is when people become British citizens. Uh, one of the the things that certainly used to happen, I don't know whether you've done any any of this, is that, that it's the mayor that that actually welcomes them in as citizens. Mm. Um, so you, you haven't had that experience yet. No, not yet. We haven't done that as yet. Uh, I know previous mayors did. It's it stopped probably about because of COVID about three years ago, two and a half years ago, whenever it was. As did the, practically the whole world stop because yes. of COVID. Didn't That's it? right. Yeah, and I've been to a couple. I've, I've observed a couple. And they're quite moving ceremonies. People are just so thrilled to be declared a British citizen. Uh, they're from all over the world. They have the photograph taken as it was then by a painting or a picture of the Queen uh, with the mayor. And they're quite moving ceremonies. Uh, but we've not done any so far in my term. Now, obviously, your time is is beginning to become short now because obviously you have the end of May that the mayoralty uh, will change. Have you got a... This is the wrong way of putting it. I was going to say bucket list, but I'm not, not expecting you to kick the bucket, of course. Oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> uh, uh, but in terms of office, you know, I mean, you will, you will of course, both be uh, deputy mayor and mayoress mm-hmm. uh, uh, whenever the new mayor takes takes office um, but are there things that you haven't done yet and you think oh it'd be good to get that fitted in that's a difficult question i know it is obviously radio being interviewed by blair is one of them oh that's can, top of the list you can tick that off and then of course reporting back to blair on your trip to natanya that's 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 on the yeah. list I, I, but that will be at the top because we'll have been invited three times then oh, and well, we never are. get invited back again to any of the events you never yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you've, you've so set we've a record everywhere once. Set a record, <laughs> yeah. but all, all joking aside, anything that you can think of? No, because uh, not the top of our heads. You know, we, we there are some things which we've asked if we can go to, and mm-hmm. the people, uh, but that's very rare. Uh, we we are, are quite keen to do some uh, uh, more engagements within the parlour. Uh, to reward and, and thank people for their contribution, whether it's voluntary or whatever, or their service. 
uh, to the town and to the area. So and of course, we did that recently, didn't we? Where you very graciously invited me to help to say thank you to the Reverend Ian Terry, that's right. who in fact yes. was on my program last week. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, but it was lovely actually to be able to say thank you. Uh, to him because the St Peter's has very much been the civic church hasn't it it certainly has and it was uh, I've been a councillor since uh, Ian Ian, uh, became a I think 2009 was it he, 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 he joined that church yes it was I think I was four, in, 14 years he's yeah, been at so he's been yeah. there quite a while and I, I had a strong friendship with Ian found him an excellent man he run lovely services and it was a pleasure to uh, thank him for his service to Bournemouth uh, when he, uh, we went to his last uh, s- public service at St Peter's, and then the following week he came into the parlour and we we thanked him very much with with other f- uh, people from other faiths to thank him as well. And of course, there was quite a, a strong representation from the Jewish faith, uh, 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 you know, representing the two synagogues, you know, That's the, right. That's uh, right. which was which was lovely to see. It was lovely to see, and uh, again, I've got strong uh, friendship with the, the members of the synagogues, uh, with all the churches, and uh, it was a really pleasant afternoon. I was really sorry to see Ian go, but but uh, the rules of the Church of England, I think it's uh, once you reach 70, you have to retire. Yeah, absolutely, and then uh, he didn't ask you to step in, did you do the odd service you know, for him in, in St Peter's? No, he no, does no. have a, lo- a lot of vicars doing that for him. <laughs> Just as well. <laughs> We've done some re- I've done some readings there, but not, not a service, no. no. And, and at the beginning of your married year, because again, it used to be that at the be- I mean, and it doesn't necessarily have to be St Peter's, but obviously each successive mayor have had chaplains, and they've, and, and they've had, um, you know, the beginning of the mayoral year, Often with a with a service of some kind. Mm. Obviously, depending on the faith of the mayor, or, or if there wasn't a faith, yeah. it was a humanist service or whatever. Uh, did you have something at the beginning of your? No, we didn't. We didn't have a civic service. Uh, we, uh, my, my chaplain was, was a chap called Reverend Ian. Ian no, no, no. Uh, Steve Parcell. Steve, I couldn't think of his name then. The Reverend Steve Parcell, who's my chaplain, uh, and he, I've known him for a number of years. Uh, but we didn't have a civic service, mainly because uh, cost, but, set, but pro- more likely because people are still, at that time, still c- COVID. Uh, there was a lot of COVID fear about and we just didn't want anybody. Well, I know there still is, of course, because mm. people are a wee bit nervy about coming. I mean, you, exactly. men- you mentioned cost there. I mean, it w- obviously, we're all conscious of the fact that, you know, we're all having to tighten our belts and so on. Uh, does that mean that you're, the budget available to you in the mayoralty uh, for everything, has that had to face cuts as well? Uh, no, we've voluntarily reduced the amount that we uh, that uh, people pay for the medals by two percent. So it actually works out about twenty pence a month uh, for anybody within the Bournemouth area to to, make, to contribute towards the cost of the the medals. It's only a few pound a year. So uh, we, we were pleased um, uh, to be able to reduce that cost. And of course, that money goes on the very loyal and very necessary support staff that you have and then of course obviously when you do welcome people it's often you know tea and biscuits tea and biscuits tea and cake that sort of thing that's right. yeah. so that's where the money actually you, you're not paid as such no <laughs> no no I don't I don't get any ex- extra allowances being I just get the, the, the standard uh, councillor allowance I don't get anything extra for being the mayor and then sometimes I've been out of pocket myself I, I, which I paid for for various gifts and things so you, you do that uh, well you were the, a member of cabinet weren't you I was uh, Bob 
when you had responsibility for housing for right. a long, long time. But I guess you can be a cabinet member and mayor at the same time. No, you can't. I mean, I was, I was a cabinet member for 13 years, and it's quite a stressful job. And there is an extra allowance for being a cabinet member, but there's no extra allowance for being being the mayor. Now, obviously, because you held that portfolio, in this case for housing, it, it, has that passion remained with you as mayor? It certainly has, because b- part of that remit which I headed for housing was looking after homeless people or people who, who've fallen on hard times. And that's where I found the charity sector, as I said in one of my opening uh, uh, chats is that the charity sector within the Bournemouth area is, is amazing absolutely amazing, the people are fantastic You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years visit keithjones.co.uk well, very special guests is the mayor and uh, mayoress of Bournemouth here, and and not forgetting uh, Mike, who's he very patiently sat beside me. But uh, of course, I, I know that you'd be the first one to thank uh, Mike because uh, he's one of your team driving the mayoral car uh, today, but also uh, acting as Mr. Miss uh, and and I guess helping to support in all sorts of different ways. Have you valued that that support? I have to say yes, Mike. Don't you? <laughs> have we valued it? One hundred and ten percent. Mm. We have. And of course, I've just learned that, that Mike has a, a, a long experience of actually serving in, in the royal family in all sorts of, of different ways. Uh, and uh, so he, he, the pedigree is right, isn't it? Oh, yes. He's such a gentleman. The man who served the Queen uh, yeah. and the Queen Mother. Yes. Oh, serving you now. Yes. <laughs> it is just a privilege and an honour. So, yeah, we've, and yeah. The, the three, there are three maces. And they're all ex- excellent. They, they they give guidance, they give help and advice, and they're, they're super. And, of course, wasn't the mace used in the old days, the actual mace, wasn't that used for bonking people on the head if, if they if they needed to be, you know... <laughs> if they needed to be bonked on the head, uh, yes. And I guess you could, a few council meetings you could have done with a few bonkings, oh. couldn't you? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. I mean, originally the mace uh, was, well, the, the mayor would collect the uh, local taxes, and if you didn't pay your tax, he, he would uh, give you a whack. And, the, and then the, the stick or the piece of wood is developed into the mace, yeah. uh, which, which, is, which we have and, and as also in Parliament. And, of course, that, that mace that, yeah, as you rightly say, was seen in Parliament, because the council meeting and, I guess, Parliament doesn't become official unless the mace is actually Correct. in place. That's right. That's true in the council. Yeah, it's not a legal meeting unless the mace is certainly Parliament. And the same goes for the trustees. Uh, if that mace is not in place, it's not illegal. Now, as we draw to a close, uh, I mean, obviously, a few months to go, you've got those uh, wonderful celebration. You're looking, we're really looking forward to the coronation, aren't you, Bob? I am. It's uh, it'll, it'll be a super event. Mm. Um, I, I was only a little boy when the, the the first one, and I don't really remember it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward immensely. I think it'll be a wonderful occasion, wonderful occasion for the people of the country, and a wonderful occasion for the people of Bournemouth. And historic for the mayoralty, because as I say, it will never happen before that that actually you have one monarch who passes away, and actually another monarch who takes the throne. You know, the same uh, year. in the same year, mm-hmm. which is really because actually even the coronation. I think the Queen's coronation it took about eighteen months uh, originally to to, to plan. To plan. Yeah. And of course, there were a lot more people. Uh, you know, at Westminster for that this is going to be about 2,000 guests I, I think I guess I'm not sure because I'm not privy to that but uh, it's certainly been as, as you say it's been an eventful year as the mayor uh, for the 12 months of a jubilee the death of a dear monarch and the coronation of another and uh, it's not often as a mayor you, you have that 12 months to have that 
historic events happening in your term of office? Uh, so no doubt there will be some special events uh, that Bournemouth will be prepared. And I guess that we, we ought to just look for those announcements yeah, exactly, you know, yeah. being, st- being made. Yeah, there's mm. still work in progress at the moment. We haven't finally decided, but we hope to come to a conclusion in a few weeks' time. Yeah, and I suppose in the meantime, as you've heard us saying, that if you want, if you're th- planning an event and you would like the, the mayor and mayoress to be present at that event, then get your request in now to the town hall. Send it to the mayor's secretary. That's Hazel Randall. Yes. Uh, and uh, obviously you get lots of requests, don't you? Uh, they, it, they depends. Some, sometimes they come in a rush and sometimes they're very sparse. But I, I anticipate and, uh, that hopefully that there will be a, quite a number for this one and we'll be delighted to attend every one if we can. Well, thank you both for being my very special guests uh, today. And I'm really looking forward to you coming back and, and sharing something about uh, with those, the final few months uh, and also your, your wonderful visit to Natanya.